Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 37 of the Tech Box. Uh, it's a dark evening here in the UK, but over in Savannah in America, it's uh, not quite so, is it, Andy? Good, good evening, Andy Hagen. Hi, Richard. Yes, uh, Savannah, Georgia, which is uh, in the south. It's about, uh, well, I'd say it's about 15 degrees Celsius today. Nice and sunny and, uh, yeah, very pleasant out. Yeah, well, it's nice. It's not too bad here. It's a bit, a bit, bit grey and uh, not as nice as I was hoping it was going to be as I went uh, went for a drive to the Cotswolds today to see somebody and uh, it was basically over, over ought to have been beautiful uh, scenery, but it was sort of grey and misty and not so good. But there we go. It's been all right. It hasn't been cold. There's no snow. It's it's all right. Spring is coming. My apple tree nearly has its leaves out. All is good in the world. So what's what's new with you, Andy? Well, it's been a while since uh, since I've been on, uh, Rich. Things have been uh, busy at work, and uh, my tech purchases have been pretty non-existent for the last almost year. But uh, I did purchase something recently, which we yeah. can talk about a little uh, little Galaxy S10. Yeah, I definitely want to hear about this because I haven't bought a Galaxy S10. Well. I know this is one of the things that kind of annoys you a little bit because over in the States, they do pretty ridiculous uh, amazing, deals. Amazing deals, yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us about the deal you got then. It's a little bit similar to the Note 8 deal that I got uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, Samsung basically uh, were offering the uh, the S10 or the S10 Plus for uh, you know the retail price. $899 or $999 uh, before tax. And then they said, if you could, you know, look through your sock drawer and find an old phone to trade in, we'll, we'll <laughs> knock a, a bunch of money off the, uh, off the price. And um, with the Note 8, I think I, I found an old G4 and they gave me like yeah. $350 worth for that yeah, off, crazy the, money. off the cost of the, the Note 8, which was, you know, I mean, there's no way I could I could sell the G4 for $350 back then. Anyway, this time around, I did have a Note 8 at work, which they were saying was worth $550, which is, again, very generous because I, I bought it for about $250 secondhand. <laughs> so it's a bit bonkers, really. So I, I did it on pre-order, yeah. which allowed me to be eligible for the free uh, Galaxy Buds, you know, the new... Uh, headphones were well, the wireless yeah, headphones yeah, yeah. they are shipping uh, sometime later in april but um you know worth 130 dollars right there plus the 550 that they knocked off the price so there's also uh, a, a website that we use over here called ebates i don't know if you have the same over there or maybe you have um cashback.com or something yeah yeah some, something like that Top yeah so you, you sort of log into the to to them and then you go to the website that you want to shop from while that is kind of like the source of where you jumped off from and then that you get you know five percent back ten percent back depending on the web the website mm -hmm. so that particular day samsung.com you could get uh six percent back so all in all and they if ended I sell up paying the, you, I should think. Say again. <laughs> they ended up paying you, I would think. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. I mean, once it's all said and done, and I, I'm assuming I can sell the the Galaxy Buds for about a hundred bucks. The uh, the S10, the regular one, not the the Plus, is going to 
have cost me around about two hundred and fifty dollars, brand new. Oh, that, that, that's that's just painful to hear. I mean, yeah, here, so. here their their deals were only on, I think, from recollection, the S nine, the Note nine, and a couple of iPhones. And the biggest discount was something like two hundred and fifty quid for a sort of you know, if somebody wants to chip in a ten S Max two five six or something. It, it, it just was absolutely painful by comparison. <clears throat> so, I, I I don't know why I I don't know why they're so generous. I mean, the lowest they were going to offer was one hundred and fifty dollars off if you sent in, and I guess the lowest spec phone I could see on there was an LG G five, which yeah, nothing, nothing, we do have knocking LG. around, but one hundred and fifty dollars doesn't really uh, make that much difference when you're paying nine hundred dollars. So no, 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 no. I mean, but five hundred and fifty is very generous. Where, uh, you know, the, the, the discount just wasn't really. Uh, attractive you know i think from recollection you could get more from the recyclers for every phone they were offering you a discount on right which which didn't really do the job but anyway okay so we're hard done by in the uk i'm sorry about that <laughs> yeah 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 and and what's more not only are we hard done by but you get one with a much better processor by all accounts the uh the snapdragon 855 yeah. um which is proving to be uh you know a good a good processor. I mean, at the end of the day, I always find it a bit difficult to, to see the difference. I just came from using a V30 with an 835. And to be honest with you, I can't really tell that the difference between opening apps and closing apps and opening new apps and swiping around. It all seems pretty fluid, watching movies, things like that. But um, the nice thing about having a, the, the Snapdragon is that the, the wonderful people over at XDA managed to uh port the the pixel camera uh apk over already yeah, so i've managed yeah. to download yeah so i've managed to download the uh the g cam for the s10 along with night sight and it works with the regular lens and the wide angle lens it doesn't work with a telephoto but that's fine and yeah. um yeah, I hate to say it. You know, I, I used to, you know, I used to think that Samsung did a really good job with their photography, and I was thinking the S10 is going to be the best ever. You know, it's going to be blow everything out of the water because you think like that when something is brand new on the market. But you know, apart from being quite um, quite impressed with the photos I was taking with it initially, as soon as the G Cam uh, port went on there, it became quite clear that. I'm going to be using that from now on, I think, for most of the, yeah. the shots because you just get a lot more detail and a lot more kind of richness in the photo. And Samsung have always had this problem of kind of slightly muddy details when you zoom in, and that hasn't changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 is, um, it is quite noticeable, isn't it, how much better the G-Cam is on a lot of phones. I've not seen it on a, a Samsung because obviously we – we had the Exynos processor here, and um, right. that's a trick I missed when I got my Note 9. Uh, I really ought to have, have imported one that was a Snapdragon, and, and it occurred to me about a month afterwards, oh, that's it, the, the, the Note 9 is fine, and, and actually takes quite decent photographs too, um, but it's not really a, a, a prime camera anyway. But but anything you can put a G-Cam port on, I mean, you all know the V30, the G-Cam port on that works quite well. Um, so yeah, I guess with the the, the hardware you've got underneath uh, that Samsung, you probably got a pretty uh, a pretty impressive result from the uh, the G Cam port there. Yeah, I think that's what I keep forgetting. Actually, it's it's not just about the software that you install on there. It's actually marrying that software up with really good hardware. Um, yeah. 
and that the hardware on the V30 actually was pretty damn good. Um, you know, with, with the glass lenses and all the stuff that, you know, the LG put onto their cameras, which are always pretty damn good. The, mm -hmm. the fact that you've marrying, you're marrying that up with what is essentially the best camera in the, in the world at the moment on a phone, you know, the pixel camera is lauded everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't go wrong really. Well, it's, it's certainly a combination that's going to be quite hard to beat, isn't it? I mean, you, know, you, you had that experience with the V40 that you didn't really like that very much. But the reason Samsung is where it is is partly its marketing budget, but it is also because uh, you, you get, a, you get a, 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 a Samsung device and you you have all the options, you have every um, just about every possible gizmo and, 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 and ability going. If you then mix that in with some software that, that enhances an already good camera, um, you, you're going to get some good results out of the end. So do you, do you think that the, the 855 makes much of a difference in the speed of processing on, on the photos? Does it get very hot when you when you take a lot in succession or does it just process them up quite quickly? I honestly haven't noticed any um, noticeable... Uh, that's a bit of a redundant thing to say. <laughs> I haven't noticed any unnoticeable notices. Um, no, it's, it hasn't come across um, my mind that something's not quite right. It's it's super fast. And so you can go photo, photo, photo. You can do burst mode. You can do video. Um, the only time it did a little bit of thinking for want of a better word, was when I tried the super slow-mo uh, part of the camera, which I mm. think when you look at it, it looks like they've glued in a third-party app in there. It doesn't mm. feel like the rest of the camera UI. It kind of feels like something a little bit different. And then um, as soon as you press play on a on a little shot, I, I did a little bit of the, the waves crashing at the beach yesterday. It's awful dance music just <laughs> starts up immediately as you're on playback and my wife said what are you doing <laughs> i said well i was enjoying the peace and quiet and looking at the waves and all of a sudden it was like you know dance anthems 1998 coming out of my phone so i don't think that's the same as the rest no. of the ui but that that was when i noticed a little bit of kind of i don't know whether lag is the right word but um, it, it isn't just something that you needed to toggle or something to get rid of all that, that nonsense then? Yeah, I think you can toggle it, and I think you can go into the settings and get rid of the nonsense, but I think it's doing a lot when it's processing those super slow-mo um, mm. videos. I think it's doing a lot. So that was the only time, when, but, you know, hardly anything to write home about. It's, it's, not, it's not something that you'll go, oh, my God, look at this. It's just you've noticed it being so quick and so fast with the photos. Um, and the regular video clips and then you get to this one particular type and you go oh okay it's thinking but i didn't notice it getting hot or anything like that um if i've got one one complaint about the s10 which has actually made me start to not regret buying the s10 instead of the s10 plus because maybe it'll be the same but it would be interesting to see if there's a real difference day to day after mm. using the s10 as my daily phone for where we now on it's been about five days now i've noticed that when i'm not using it this is going to sound ridiculous but when i'm not using it the battery is pretty steady in terms of how fast it depletes so you know you start at 100 and you don't use it it's not going to really change that much which is good in a way because you do have to monitor the standby part as soon as you boot the thing up and you know the screen comes on and you're using it it really drinks the juice. Mm. So I've 
you know, comparing my experience with the V30, and I know we say battery percentages aren't really aren't really accurate, and that's probably true. But when you notice it, that you start off in the morning and you you know send some emails out, you do some some tweets, you listen to a bit of music, you listen to a bit of a podcast, you take a take a photo, and then you put the the phone down. If that's your normal kind of morning routine, and you notice that it's about ninety percent, maybe eighty eight percent, then when I do it exactly the same thing with this phone, and I do all of that, and I'm looking at the phone that says seventy seven percent or even seventy percent, I think, wow, this thing is going to need a top up during the day. It's going to need some extra juice at some point, otherwise it's not going to... You suffer from that same panic we all do, don't you? Once the the percentage goes under 50, oh my God, the phone's about to go flat. It's interesting. I I put Android Q on my Pixel 3 uh, this week. Um, It has to be said, it's very strange, there's an awful lot that's immediately visible uh, in terms of differences, which I suppose in a way is quite a good thing. It, It says that it won't be too big a shock. But what is interesting is when you pull down the notification shade, instead of saying 85%, it now says two days and three hours left. Huh. So that they got some quite impressive battery claims on this phone, and maybe maybe you shouldn't worry when it gets under 50. If, if, if 85% corresponds to two days' worth on, on this, it can't really be a lot less on yours, I don't suppose, although it's driving a much bigger screen than on the uh, the Pixel. Um, but, but yeah, I know what you mean. And we, we're all sort of slave to the, ah, oh, my battery might run out. But, I mean... Yeah. We were talking about this in the week, weren't we? Um, how many days yeah. do you go where you're actually uh, away from any source of charge of, for sort of 16 or yeah. 17 hours? In, in my case, very, very rarely. I mean, I don't know about you. I think it'd be different, but... I mean, unless unless I'm going out for the day, you know, to out out into nature or something for, for a whole day, and even then I'd have a portable charger with me or something, um, it's really unlikely. It's really unlikely. It's just... It just kind of makes you worry just a little bit because you think about the possibility of a day where you won't be able to charge it and you want the phone to last uh, as long as it can. And I'm also a little bit disappointed only because it's a brand new phone and um, it has a big battery inside it, 3,400 milliamp uh, size battery. And I know that the S10 is 4,100, but you just kind of think, oh, I was expecting a little bit better than that. Now, of course, I do have to bear in mind that with Samsung phones especially, although this does apply to a lot of phones, that you do have to give it a week or two for it to kind of learn how you use it and for it to settle down properly yeah. and yeah, things like that. But I did uh, I did go on to YouTube and find a video where the, the chap was talking about the best ways to save your battery on the s10 so you can go into settings and actually you can go into developer settings as well and really kind of turn things on and off to uh try and stretch that battery life out as much as possible have i noticed any different (laughs) (laughs) not really you know look 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 on the bright side you haven't haven't got an exynos processor so your battery is going to be two hours longer than anybody on this side of the pond so all good stuff we should so on see, the whole, you're, you're happy with it then, yeah? Uh, on the whole, and that is a little bit of a, a pun there, on the whole... Ooh, um, yes, we haven't mentioned <laughs> that, have we? We haven't yeah. mentioned the, the notchless display. Uh, display we haven't display. mentioned what they call <laughs> it, the, the Infinity O, because when you when you turn it on, you go, Infinity! Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
there's a bit missing. <laughs> Shall I send it back for a repair? There's a bit of screen missing. No, I'll be honest with you. Um, do you notice it? Yes. Does it bother me a bit? What I'm, what I've learned to do is when I'm watching uh, a video, is well, actually with Netflix they they put the big black bar across the top, so it, it kind of hides it anyway. But if you're watching a YouTube video and it's full screen. What I've learned to do is to flip the phone so that the the hole is actually bottom right as opposed uh-huh. to top left. Because top left is your eyes are going to see it more, I think. Whereas bottom right, it's it's less noticeable, let's just say that. But so many apps do not do that hole any favors. Like Gmail, for example, with its brilliant white sheet. I mean it's just mm. it's just staring at you like a like a big black eye. Upstairs, but it's not you have to hold it by the by the, that part of the screen then or something. Yeah, you could. Yeah, uh, but I'm not. I'm definitely not going to sit here and say, "Oh, after a day or two, you don't notice it," because I do. Mm. And that's it's one of those things that has always bothered me with bits taken out of a screen, whether it's the, the V40s notch, which really bothered me, or the you know the the Pixel Three XL's massive notch, or the iPhone's notch. It, it's I I would love it if they could just manage to somehow do it with a little bit of bezel at the top and at the or at the bottom or however they do it that that, that would allow you to have a full rectangle of a screen without any intrusions into the screen would be perfect for me. But it's a small enough um, element that I don't think, oh God, every time I turn it on, it, it makes my heart sink. It doesn't, mm. but it's certainly not unnoticeable, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I, you know, I've had several screens with uh, notches. Um, the the 3XL is just a joke, I completely agree. Um, it's funny, actually, when I look at the ones I've tended to hang on to, most of them have next to no notch or no notch at all. So, um, yeah, I'm just thinking, well, what, 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 I mean, yeah, the Pixel 3's got no notch. I've got one here that's got a tiny, weeny, weeny little notch. It's a sort of a teardrop uh, notch. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't actually have a problem in principle with a notch because I just look at it the same. Well, I've got a bit of extra screen that the notifications are in. But but certainly sometimes you get a situation where you get less information on the notifications than you used to get. So, for example, on the iPhone, you no longer get the battery percentage on the the screen. You have to pull down for it, which which is a bit frustrating. Um, I don't think anybody's come up with a perfect solution to this yet. I suppose the the underscreen uh, camera that, that only appears when you want to take a photograph is probably the only way they're ever going to do that, but uh, that strikes me as a bit awkward as well. But, yeah, um, they're all compromises, aren't they? You know, we're, we're complaining about things that really don't matter that much, I don't think. It's true. And the thing with the, with the iPhones, the iPhone X's original notch is it's not... It's very easy to look at that which I certainly did at the beginning as a bit of screen taken away, it is actually you're getting two little bits of extra screen. Yeah. The only that, the only time you actually feel like it's a bit of screen taken away is when you choose to watch a video full screen, you're not going to obviously get your kind of the image as part, as part of the notch. That's always going to be black. So you you end up with your video being kind of fed into the, the horns, as it were. And, so then it does look know, like a bit of screen. Don't you? That's where the important bit of the action is going to be, in the bit of the screen oh, yeah. missing. Yeah, exactly. Hang on, where did that you come know. from? <laughs> it was in the notch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, that's 
that's personal preference. If you want to watch the video that way, that's up to you. Personally, if I had a notch on a phone, I and as I do with the the hole on the S10, I choose to watch the video as, as much as I can without having the video spill over into that area so it never looks like anything's actually missing. Um, and a lot of the time, once you know, once you're actually watching I mean, the screen is so great on the on the S10 anyway, and it's big enough. I don't think I need to go the S10 Plus route. It's it's such a lovely screen. As, as soon as you have a small black bar on the left or right, whichever way you hold the phone to, to kind of hide the hole, then, you know, it's so it, it's an immersive enough screen for you to not go with looking for that hole with your eyes. You just enjoy what's on the screen. It's, it's a really immersive screen. It's really, really top notch. And I actually thought my, v, my V30 screen after my nightmare V30 screen, the V30S, which I bought uh, last summer, that screen mm-hmm. was just a joy. It still is an absolute joy to behold. However, if you put it next to the S10, it looks like, you know, it, it looks like I made it with cling film. And uh, really? it, just, it, just, <laughs> it just looks terrible next to the S. The S10 screen is so good that, you know, any other phone sitting next to it isn't just going to, it's just not going to look up to it, scratch. It must be very impressive though, because I'm sitting here looking at my V30 Plus and I mean the screen is just beautiful. It has, has to be said that there's not a great deal wrong with the V30 in, in my book. I mean it, it, it's it's missed being sold on several occasions but I think I've probably even had it over a year now which for me is very unusual. Um, it's just a nice device to use and it takes, takes down good pictures on it as well, doesn't it? So it's very yeah, good. It's, I'm glad I'm not getting rid of it. I'm going to... Um, demote it to, to my work phone so at least it's still with me and if if anything happened to the s10 or i just fancied using the v30 for a weekend or whatever then it'll be nice to have that option but um you know absolutely nothing wrong with the v30 even in you know 2019 but to have really to have the three different lenses on a very capable camera uh gcam aside for a second it is still a pretty good camera but to have yeah, yeah. the the telephoto the normal lens and the wide angle lens um on a phone which is bang up to date you know android pie um it's got february security on it I, i'm pretty pretty optimistic that the next security patch isn't going to be long um like you said at the beginning all the whistles and bells you could ask for headphone jack wireless charging always on display um reverse wireless charging which i actually put to the test with our good friend lenny in the pub the other night and Mm -hmm. uh despite what you may have read or seen in reviews we were pretty impressed with it i mean it's it's a situation where if if one of the phones is is juiced up and your phone is almost dead what would you do in order for it to charge as quickly as possible well, um, I can see it's used in that situation, but what, you know, when did this last happen to you? That's the question, I think. It, well, you know. It's no bad thing, though, is it? It's something that's worth having, I guess, but I can't see it's going to be used very often. It would be it would be in a pinch. I mean, you'd really have to suddenly... I mean, someone, someone like you, someone like me, we're going to carry around a portable charger. I mean, it would be a one-off situation, but I put my phone into airplane mode, just to kind of allow it to soak up as much as possible. Yeah. And we, we had my phone sitting on the back of his phone <laughs> for about, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And, you know, I got an extra, like, I think 10% uh, battery out of it. It was a very slow, slow going, but it wasn't, 
it wasn't completely useless, put it that way. The only yeah. thing is, um, you know, like you say, it would be it would be a real one off situation and you'd only get enough juice out of it realistically for whatever you needed to do, like a quick phone call or, or whatever. But, but it, isn't, um, it isn't really meant for that, though, is it? It's it's uh, really meant no. rather more for uh, you know when you've got the the, uh, the wireless air um, uh, earbuds or whatever they are this week. Yeah, the Galaxy um, Buds. The Galaxy the watch. Buds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. I mean, I, I can that. actually see it being quite useful if uh, if I was going to use the Galaxy Buds instead of selling them on. Then I can see that being really quite useful because having uh, being you know, using Bluetooth headphones for a while now, but also being caught out with battery 20% and you go, oh, I forgot to charge them. And then halfway through your commute, they die. And then you think, well, that's it. Game over. Now what? (laughs) Yeah, now what? (laughs) So it's, that's just, that's just life with Bluetooth. But, you know, if you, if you then, took the, the headphones out like you do with your your airpods and just put them straight into the the case and they charged but if your case yeah. was dead as well then at least you could plop it onto the back of the phone for however long it takes probably like 15 20 minutes and then uh, bob's your uncle you're back yeah, in business yeah. but it's definitely right i mean i've got to say to you that my airpods have never gone flat because yeah. I'm reasonably religious about charging the case up every couple of days, but yeah, but yeah I mean it's it's a use case, and I, and I wouldn't knock it. I just think it's probably a bit limited in, in terms of benefit. But you know, so one one more thing I wanted to ask you about the S10 then, and that's the fingerprint scanner. How is mm. it? Well, if the question is a simple one, which is is it as good or better than a regular on the back of the phone type? fingerprint scanner then the answer is definitely no mm-hmm. i would much prefer to have a rear fingerprint scanner than this in-screen one um the in-screen one is fine it's not great and i've had many instances where i've put my thumb or finger in the area and pressed and it's said no match and I do it exactly the same space in exactly the same area, exactly the same amount of pressure, and it unlocks. And I've had lots of instances where I've just put my finger or thumb into the area and it's unlocked straight away. Mm. So it's definitely not 50-50, but it's probably 75-25, which to me is lame because using a, 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 a rear fingerprint scanner, it's still be 99-1. You know, it's 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 hardly ever gonna say no match unless you've got like something on your finger or you you really didn't get the area properly. But with this, it's 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 pretty good. But I was I'm hoping for more. I'm hoping that there's going to be an update to improve it. I'm <laughs> probably not going to get one. But um, I think enough people have said, and Lenny as well with his S10 Plus. You know, again, it, it says no match way too many times for it to be okay. Put it that way. Hmm, that's a bit disappointing, isn't it? Yeah, um, it is a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I asked for a particular reason. That is because I've recently had two phones with uh, in-screen fingerprint scanners, and they're the first two phones I've had with in-screen print. Oh dear, in-screen fingerprint scanners. Right. Um, and the experience between the two has been totally and utterly different. Which. Which leads me on, I guess, to talking about my my favourite new toy of the moment, doesn't it, really? It does. Before you do that, 
before you do that, I'm going to, I, you're going to have to believe me whether this, uh, this happens or not, but I'm going to try and unlock the S10 using my finger in the area I think oh, yeah, the, go the go, scanner go is. I'm just going to give it one go and we'll, I'll tell you what happens. Here we go. Nope, no match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's a bit disappointing, isn't it, really? Yeah, it, I mean, it, it, should, it, it should just work. It should just work. Yeah, because that's the one with the higher technology than um, than most others, isn't it? That's the, I mean, it could, uh, could definitely be... Scanner rather than the... I'll, 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 yeah, I'll take user error any day, but for something like this, it needs to either be a bigger area of the screen so you can't miss it, or it just needs to be better technology so that even if your finger isn't 100% in the right area, it's enough for it to say, oh, this is definitely this fingerprint, open the phone. Um, to be fair, yeah. though, and I, I know um, this isn't an excuse, but to be fair, with this phone, I've activated lift to wake and I've done the facial recognition. So to be honest with you, when I do need to use it, once I've picked it up off the table, it's unlocked. It's straight, unlocked anyway. yeah. straight to the home screen. No swiping or anything. So that is something that I find really accurate and really reliable over the fingerprint scanner. So, you know, to be honest, I'm not really using the fingerprint scanner as much as the, the face recognition, which is really, really good. Hmm. Well, okay. So I'm going to tell you, I've got a phone that has an absolutely sensational under the screen fingerprint scanner, uh, which works 99.9% of the time. In fact, I was just, just trying while we were talking to uh, to get it not to work, and it it just doesn't do it. It works every time. Sweet as a bell. And, and this is a, um, a Snapdragon 855 phone, um, Android Pi. Uh, it's got a, a triple lens. It's got the um, the Sony 48 megapixel lens, supposed 48 megapixel lens. I think technically it takes four 12 megapixel shots. It has a wide angle uh, 16 uh, megapixel lens, and it's got a telephoto two times zoom lens as well, two times optical zoom. But the, the fingerprint scanner is astonishing. Anyway, the phone is the Xiaomi Mi 9. Um, oh, and I, I you've got, got the Mi 9. Oh, I have got the Mi 9. I, Richard. I got this Richard, is, this is, I'm so jealous. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. But it, this, I've got to say, is probably the single best bargain of a phone I've bought in several years. Uh, it's it's a delight to hold. It's fast and responsive. The camera is good. The screen is good. The fingerprint scanner works like a charm. Um, right. haven't really had the chance to take terribly many photos with it, although I'm hoping tomorrow that I will have, because I'm, I'm going out in the country tomorrow. Um, just an amazing bargain in this phone. I mean, I, I got mine from uh, Amazon Spain. Uh, oh, yeah. Where I think it was €449, Euros, but it came through on my credit card as £385. And, and that honestly, is a real bargain for a really yeah. high-end top-spec phone. It's absolutely astonishing. All right, it's it's not a Samsung. It's it's not an Apple. It's not even quite. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I, I've had plenty of Huawei's. I was going to say it's not a Huawei. Actually, I prefer the software to Huawei. Um, and and it's far. It's just super fast. I, I haven't managed to slow it down. It's got everything stored. And guess what? The Google camera port works a treat. Um, oh, look at that! It, it, it seems to work just fine, which is which is really good. But it has a couple of little oddities, which if you get one, they're not they're not big problems, but but they are things that really sh- it shouldn't have been shipped quite this way. So, for example, um, photographs come up with a Xiaomi watermark until you switch it off. Oh lord! <laughs> so, so you take your photos and it goes shot on a Xiaomi Mi Nine. Well, 
she wanted one of my photographs, but but they helped me <laughs> provide quite a good editor, and you can actually just remove it in editing on the, on the phone, which is quite good. But the one that's really frustrating is uh, it comes set up for NFC payments, which is good because Xiaomi's not really had NFC payments before. But you have to really dig into the settings because it comes up set up set up as NFC payments SIM. Well, you have to change it to some other option because that isn't the NFC payment system used by uh, Google Pay. Um, uh, but once you've done it, it works absolutely fine. It, it, I can't say enough about how much I like this phone. It is really, really, really nice. Um, you know, it's a nice screen, 6.4 uh, inches. Uh, triple camera seems to be quite good. You know, I, I guess it's not absolutely perfect, but Gcam works. The fingerprint scanner, I just don't understand how it's so good. It, it, it is just faultless. Um, and it looks pretty decent as well. So is that's, the, um, that's toy number one. Is the, is the fingerprint scanner an optical one or an ultrasonic one? No, it's optical. And, and, but and it, I mean, works just, it works just fine. Absolutely, yeah. You know, I mean, That's you great. can't see this, unfortunately, but if I switch it on, press the fingerprint scanner, open, just like that. No problem. Wow. Every time, it just kachunka kachunka. You know, it, it's it's just super reliable. So, really, really pleased with this one. Very, very happy with this purchase. I was quite excited when it arrived. A bit frustrating that it arrived at. Um, it, 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 it flew all over the blooming place. It came from Spain, then it, then it turned up in France, and then as these things always do, it got to somewhere near me on, on a Saturday morning, and I couldn't collect it until the Monday, <laughs> which, right, yeah. which was frustrating. Um, but, yeah. but I have to ask you, what um, what's wrong with it? And are you are you secretly uh, emailing our friend Mike Warner to, uh, to help no. you out with a few settings? No, no, honestly, no. Um, I mean, I'm sure Mike would be only too happy to help me with the setting, but no, no there, there is nothing wrong there. Really. It's, even, it's, it's even dual SIM. Uh, so wow. from that point of view, when I'm travelling, it'll be quite good. Um, I was just about to look up, actually, the the LTE bands, and it seems to, it seems to be pretty comprehensive on, on LTE bands, uh, and indeed 3G bands. Yeah, it, it, it really is a great device. Uh, it's a, a sort of a... A, a, um, a glass sandwich thing. It's Gorilla Glass Five on the back and Gorilla Glass Six on the front. It's running. Ooh, which version of security is it running? There's a good question. I don't know, but it it's running Android Pie, so it can't be that old, can it? Security status. You'd guess it's there. It's on February security at the moment. So yeah, right. that's all right, isn't it? Richard, um, you're, t- you're, you're tempting me, and I just bought a phone. It, it's it, honestly, it's a great device. <laughs> I, I, I really, really, I'm very, very, very happy with it. Um, it's not the first Xiaomi I've had. I've, I've got a, a Mi Max Two here, and before that, I've had a uh, Mi Five and a, a Mi Max, the original one. Um, it's no, it, it, it's great. I just, I just, I'm really, really impressed with it. So uh, it's going to be my sort of number two phone, I think, for a while. The only, only real question I've got is whether the photos are up to. Uh, putting the V30 out to grass, and I suspect I might not do that. But I, I really don't know. I'm just going to have to wait and see how the, how the pictures turn out. But it, it, it on, on on first impressions, it's it is really good. No, no headphone jack. Sorry for those who want headphone jack. It's uh, it's USB uh, C socket, of course. But it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's good. And and uh, once you know about those two settings, which are a bit frustrating, and you think. But it says it has NFC, but it won't accept pay- payments. Once you know how to solve that one, um, yeah, it's a, it's an absolute bargain. I, you know, if, if you compare this even with something like a OnePlus Six T, um, the features are as good, and the price is an awful lot less. So, what's not to like? 
I mean, it sounds it sounds really good for the money, but um, yeah. like you say, the for me, I would probably be really interested in that forty mega set megapixel sensor and what it can actually achieve uh, for photos. Yeah, yeah, that, that was. I'll be absolutely honest. That was the the the, um, the thing that clinched it for me. I, I'd I'd looked for a little while at the um, on a view twenty, which has the same sensor, and of course by this time next year everything will have the same sensor. I'm sure. At which point it'll come down to who can uh, you know who can use the processing power and uh, to get the best out of that sensor. But but I thought, yeah, I'm going to give this a go because it also has the wide angle lens, which is uh, you know as as you've said many a time, it's nice to have that wide angle lens. Um, and I thought, well, if I'm not getting a, an S10. Um, you know, this is a real budget option. Leaves it leaves a bit open for something else. So, yeah, but no, I I can heartily recommend the the Mi Nine. Uh, I think it still is available on Amazon Spain actually, um, which is which is good. Whether you'll be able to import it in another week's time is anybody's guess. But uh, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we we're not going to we're not going to mention the B word on the on this episode, are we? No, no, we're not going to mention the B word on on this episode, but uh, it, is, <laughs> it is quite tempting. But there we are. So that's 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 toy number one, which which I'm really happy with. Now, unfortunately, wonder if it. I wonder if the two, don't we? Wonder if the bands for that that me nine would work in the states. No, I lost you there. Right? We 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 fell down a transatlantic hole. So oh, we so, did. Um, what, what down down the trench. Uh, I was just saying. I wonder if the the, the bands are compatible with. Uh, with, say T-Mobile over here. I'll have to look do, into do you, that. Do you know what your bands are in, in America? I've got the off I've the top the, of my head. I know here. it's something like two, four, six, and twelve, or something like that. Uh, it's certainly got it's certainly got two, four, and twelve, but not apparently six. Okay. Uh, so, so you're going to find you've got certainly most of them, would be my guess. Um, right. I mean, in the UK, it's it's got three, seven, and twenty. It doesn't have the new thirty-two band, but since only O2 is using the new thirty-two band, and even then, in some some odd way, they, I think they're using it as a downlink, but not an uplink. I'm not quite sure how it all works anyway. Um, right. But certainly, it seems to have a pretty wide selection of bands on the global version, which this is, because of course it comes with uh, software that's adapted for Spain, where it's where it's sold. Um, so yeah, yeah. If you get your chance to get your hands on a Mi Nine, definitely snaffle it up for a bit and have a have a play. See what you think. Oh great, okay. So what else have you got in the in the bag, Richard? <laughs> well, yeah, it's not actually in the bag, but it's back in the box. Uh, so it would be Uh-oh. in the bag if if I'd been supplied with the bag. Well, as as part of that, I'm not buying an S10. The other thing that I bought was uh, a Nokia Nine. Um, and I thought, yeah, it's great to see some innovation in the in the world of um, you know. Uh, phone photography and uh, kind of felt quite a considerable excitement buying a new Nokia. That's the first time in a lot of years, yeah. and that's where it really ends. Uh, oh, that's such a shame! Crushing disappointment. It has the world's worst um, uh, under the screen fingerprint scanner. I am sure. Right. Uh, it took me nearly an hour to register four fingerprints, and I would guess that they work for. One time in five, and then after a little while, it oh. forgets all of the fingerprints altogether until you reboot the phone. And at that point, the fingerprints work brilliantly for about half an hour, and then gradually it dies off. Uh, it, it has to be a software thing, but it, the fingerprint that thing really I would go as far as to say is unusable. Um, and so at that point, you have to rely on face unlock. And 
Well, the face unlock isn't bad, and indeed I saw something that said that, that Nokia's face unlock on here is actually uh, technically quite a high standard, but it suffers from the same problem. After about a, a day or so, it stops recognising you anymore, so you have to reboot the phone, and then that works as well. So, so that's that's kind of problem number one, and actually the fingerprint scanner it, it suffers from another problem as well, which is it says press more firmly. So you press more and more firmly, and the phone begins to creak, and you think, if I press me more yeah. firmly, I'm going to break the, the screen. Um, I mean, I actually filmed myself at one point, and the blood was going out of my finger as pressing it so firmly. But actually, what they're doing wrong is that it's not pressing it more firmly you need. You need to press it more gently when you set up the uh, the fingerprints. But, but even right. if you get that working, and, and, and as I say, you can... After a while, it forgets the fingerprints. So you're completely really, back to, really to square one. Just just useless from that point of view. So I thought, well, hmm, you know, not really very happy about this. Maybe I've got a, a faulty one. And, and indeed, uh, I exchanged notes with Gavin. And, and, and I know he yeah. had a lot of problems with his fingerprint scanner, but uh, not as many as me. Um, so I think I came to the conclusion that probably the fingerprint scanner wasn't up to much. Right. Um, and And... I thought, well, before I go any further with this, I'm going to get in touch with Nokia, and they they had me sort of, oh, try this, try that, try the other, and and I gotta say, their online chat service was just appalling. You would regularly wait ten minutes between replies, then you'd have to repeat yourself, then nobody would appear for ten minutes. On one occasion, I was actually on there for ninety minutes, uh, and and I just got so frustrated in the end. I said, well, I want to return this under the distant selling regulations, and their response was, oh no, you've got to take it to a repair centre, and I'm going, well. You know, I've only had it 48 hours. It doesn't work. I'm not taking it to a repair centre. No, no, you've got to, you've got to. Um, and, and I'm sorry to say that, that the only way I could get them to take it seriously was to mention the fact that I'd be recording a podcast this week and would be happy to discuss this, at which point, uh, well, we'll make an exception and we'll send you uh, a DHL bag. Um, things didn't get better on that score either. I then heard nothing for 48 hours until Parcel Force turned up demanding to collect the phone, which... <laughs> Since I had no paperwork right. and they hadn't told me to, I told them I wasn't willing to let them take it away. Um, the current state of play after 10 days is that uh, to get them to take any more attention, I had to raise a PayPal dispute. Um, and now I have some labels for pay- for DHL, but no instructions on packaging and no instructions on where to drop it off. So uh, yeah, I've asked for an answer on that one and still not got that either. But to return to the phone, camera is quite interesting. Um I um, mean, you'll have seen commentary around around the, the web that it has to have good light. It doesn't have to have good light, but you probably need to use it in pro mode if you aren't in good light. But I think my problem really with it is it, one shot in three, the detail is amazing. Right. Uh, the other shot in three, or the middle shot in three, is okay, but nothing special. But one shot in three tends to be, if you, this is all in fully automatic, tends to be either out of focus or badly exposed. I mean, I, I went out for a walk as the sun was setting the other day. And uh, in, uh, on a couple of occasions, by accident, I took two photographs. And, and it's quite it's quite interesting because in both cases, one of the photographs was massively underexposed and the other one was, was out of focus. <laughs> and you think, well, hmm, it... it, it it needs Doesn't a lot of software right. updates, I think. <laughs> it just was not doing the job. Um, and, and I've got to say, it's a massive disappointment. I was really, really looking forward to it. I thought, you know, I've I've got yeah. a, a, a phone like the, the Xiaomi with a nice um, wide-angle lens and the, the Sony big, big uh, sensor. 
and uh, I've got this Nokia, which, you know, is, is a great thing to have a new Nokia. Well, crushing disappointment would be probably stating the position about right. It really has been a massive disappointment because it just... It's a real shame. It isn't reliable in, 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 in both... I mean, you know, how many times do you take a photograph and, and after 10 seconds you're t- still trying to unlock the phone? Well, in lots of cases, the moment is going to have passed a long time ago. It's it's not like... I mean, it does take quite a long time to process the pictures if you have the depth of field mode on, but, but at least you can carry on with other photographs while it's doing yeah. that. Um, but actually, it doesn't really matter if it takes you ten seconds to unlock the bleep bleep phone, does it? You know, it, it just it just sort of takes the pleasure out of it. Really, it became a very. Uh, I mean, I, I went around I took about thirty pictures in forty five minutes, and, and by the end, I was getting to sort of hate it because I couldn't reliably mm. unlock the phone. So, you know, it it just. Nah, I'm, I'm really so sorry, but it just is not up to scratch. I don't think. That's really that's really disappointing. I was really excited by the Nokia Nine, especially when the the renders first came out, the leaks first came out, and I yeah. thought, well, the camera array on the back does look a bit bizarre. But you know, knowing Nokia, knowing the the, the expertise from the past, even though it may be different people involved now, you know, they still had the the camera chops back then, and now you've got this crazy looking camera. Surely it's going to be amazing, but perhaps. With the Snapdragon 845 as opposed to the 855, that's not really doing it any favours. And it also about, sounds as if... I don't know about if, that, actually. Uh, to to no? be fair, it's got a, it's got a, a dedicated uh, photo processor uh, chip as well. Uh, right. I don't think the speed was actually the issue. It, bluntly speaking, just has too many things that don't work. You know? Right. It, it's not ready for the big time. Yeah, it sounds... I mean, I, I, I watched Gavin's video... And I've read some reviews on the Nokia Nine, and now you know you're you're saying it's it's not really up to scratch either. And it, it I wonder if it 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 seems like someone at Nokia or at least HMD had this idea to involve Light, the company Light, to yeah. to put yeah. a big array of cameras on the back, and they made a prototype, and it 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 kind of worked, and they said this would be great, and they made the prototype into a real phone, and then they kind of released it a bit too early before they really refined it with software updates, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, to me, it sounds like there's a lot missing from it. It doesn't, it doesn't shout to me as if, a, if this is a phone I should be spending five or 600 or $700 on. Mm. It sounds as if it's something where even if you're just using it for the camera and it's very niche and you're not too worried about whistles and bells, you just want it to be a really good camera phone you're going to be disappointed. I think when we go back to the, the famous Nokia's of the past where it came, when it, when it came to the camera, such as the 808 and the 1020, even though both of those phones were lacking in some areas, you didn't buy a 1020 for, you know, speed and apps. You bought it because of the camera and you could, you could forgive it now and again for taking a little bit too long to process a photo because the photo was going to be, head and shoulders above everything else out there. And, you know, you've got 41 megapixel sensor. It's going to be amazing. And usually it was. Yeah. But if you're dealing with, you know, something that is new and supposed to be, you know, fresh off the conveyor belt and it's supposed to be amazing and it's just not, I think that's a real disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I was. It, it, it's pretty silly because I'm 58. I really ought to know better than to get excited about a phone arriving. But I, I genuinely was a little bit excited, thinking, "Gosh, it's a new Nokia," you know. And and 
I was absolutely ready to put my, my second sim in it, and, and I was thinking about the, the Nokia ringtones and whatever, and, and it just is a crushing disappointment. If it, if it had a, um, a working, if it had a fingerprint display, try that again, a fingerprint sensor, remotely yeah. as good as the Xiaomi, that would, would remove an awful lot of the frustration. But it, it still wouldn't hit the mark because I can't take I can't take a reliably good picture with it unless I use a pro mode. And and actually, right. if I'm honest, there are occasions when I'll enjoy using a pro mode. I, I mean, it depends on the phone. I used to love, love using some of the pro modes on the on the G4 before we got into all this uh, AI processing where you actually yeah. had sort of kind of proper control of what the camera checked out. But an awful lot of the time, you don't have time for that. You just want to. Pick the phone or the camera up, point it at something, shoot it, and, and maybe yeah. you worry about editing it later. And you cannot yeah. do this because for a start off, nine times out of ten, you haven't managed to unlock the blasted thing. And right. and when you do, it, it has a hit rate in auto mode of perhaps somewhere between one and two in three. Certainly, certainly uh, you know, I've had, I don't very often delete photos. I tend to just keep them because I think, well, you know, there's something there. I can edit a bit out of that. I can, I can do something with it. But an awful lot of these pictures you just couldn't do anything with. Uh, in there, there are also some great detail on some of these pictures. It's astonishing. But there's no way I would say, for example, go on holiday and say, I'll use this to photograph landscapes and buildings, which is actually something I think it is very well suited for in, in theory because you've got all these sensors picking up detail on you know, architecture or, or trees or whatever. But in practice, it just doesn't produce a good enough photo. And... and so, no, I'm not going to trust my holiday shop that snaps to a, a camera that, that is going to work really kind of half of the time, two-thirds of the time, something like that. It it, it just is not ready for the big time. And and, and it really pains me to say that. I, you know, I would I would love to have been absolutely wowed by it, but, but I'm not. And there you go. That's, a, that's That's about as good a thing as I can say about it, really, other well, than I'm still trying to send the damn thing back. You saved me $600. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I'm not pleased about that, really. Uh, you know, I'd love to be sitting here raving about it and saying how great it is, and it's great to see innovation right. in the phone camera market, which it is, um, and it's great to see Nokia back to their best, and, and, you know, some of their more recent phones have been really quite nice. You know, I, I, well, that's it. I mean, this, you know, if you, if you read or see anything to do with the, the Nokia 7 Plus, for example, that's a great budget phone, really oh. well specced out <laughs> for the money, and everyone just loves it. But this phone the Nokia 9, it kind of falls into the category of old Nokia N97 Nokia, not the kind of 808-1020 yeah. Nokia, which is where everyone's kind of emotions run high and they, they, they love the brand and they want the brand to come back and things like that. But we have to yeah, remember I, I, that I, I, Nokia I, I had its, its fair share of duds over the years. Yeah, it did. It did. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm part of that group of people who, who still has a 1020 and an 808, and I think I'll probably know somebody else not terribly... Uh, Remote from the conversation, he's in the same same boat. You know. Don't <laughs> forget he, the N nine. <laughs> no, and I still that's yes, a point. I must put the N nine on charge with the battery die. And worse still uh, is that I still have a, a Lumia nine thirty XL, which is actually on a charge at the moment. So that really is devotion to duty. But it, no, it just they just have not got this this right. You know. So right. Anyway, there we go. It, uh, it's just not not a good one. And uh, well, at least you've got your your me. Your, is it Mi 9 or Mi Mix 9? Yeah. Mi, 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 no, 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 it's a Mi Max 2. Oh, okay. 
It, it, the story of the Nokia is actually compoundedly worse because I actually arranged to uh, do an exchange on it with uh, someone we, we both know, but I won't go any further than that. And in getting the damn thing out of the, uh, the case, I got it and I dropped it and cracked the corner. <laughs> so, oh God! <laughs> I think it's just a jinxed, just a jinxed phone. I think it's, it's jinxed. Uh, yeah, well, sorry, I'm mate. Kinda, I'm kind of. Well, at least put it this way: at least you didn't fly to Finland to get the phone and line up in, in the in, in the middle of a freezing cold town square to then I, I, I can't not do anything anybody, with it. Any, I can't imagine anybody doing that and standing in the snow for two, <laughs> two hours, especially to get a phone. No, no, it, it's just just bizarre, no. isn't it, really? I mean, yeah, that's all. Whatever best, happened to your well. YOLO, Richard? My, my YOLO. Um, uh, hold on a moment, Andy, and I will... Uh, that, that rustling noise is me extracting it from under a pile of something else. Uh, it, it <laughs> a pile of phones. <laughs> it's like a phone graveyard in your office. In, in fact, it has some battery power, and I shall, I shall boot it up in honour of the occasion. Um, so is it is it something that you could use today? Is it is it anything any functionality on the Yolo still, or is it is it just more? Um, I'm sure the people who still do because it's sort of a fairly active um, uh, user group. Um, but I mean, there are there are more modern ones. I mean, what's interesting with this is that the software has basically um, had a lot of money invested in it by uh, the Russian government uh, and also by various places in South America, where they're trying to have an operating system that isn't dependent on um, uh, Google or Apple or, uh, or Microsoft. Right. So when, when I say it boots up, it has a battery power of two in it. So let's let's, let's plug the charger in it. Um, it's not going to do very much of it with a 2% battery, are we? But, but no, so it, it does live on, in, in particularly in Russia, where, there, I mean, quite a lot of software that's developed it starts off in Russian and is transferred. But, of course, the, the problem is it was sold to everybody as secure and not sending stuff to Google and, and whatever, which is a bit debatable if you have a very good right. Android emulation engine. Um, but, but who knows? Maybe it's now being sent to the Kremlin instead. I mean, oh, that may be very unfair. But um, but I've still got that. But, but anyway, you just mentioned something that's a little news story that, that, that I wanted to, to just mention. That You mentioned the Nokia 7 Plus, didn't you? Yeah. Hmm, interesting story in, in Norway today, uh, which um, I'd love to say I've translated into English, but thank you, Google Translate. Um, and it starts off by saying Norwegian phones sent personal information to China. Um, and somebody has done an investigation of the packets coming out of their Nokia 7 Plus uh, and discover that it's been sending uh, information at regular intervals to, to China Telecom. Every time the phone was switched on, the screen turned on or was unlocked. The geographical position of the phone, the SIM card number and the phone serial number went to a server in China. Now, this, this looks like it's um, actually probably a bit of a, a cock-up rather than anything else because the, the 7 Plus was originally uh, launched in China. Um, and all they can really identify, I think, is that the server that's getting all this information uh, about the location and whatever of the user of the Nokia 7, it's going to the China Internet Network Information Center. Um, and more digging around, basically all they can really find is that it apparently goes to China Telecom. But you've got to wonder how on earth did they manage to release a phone that phones home to China every, every yeah. time you switch the screen on or or switch the phone on or make a text message or, or whatever. I mean, it, it, it does show, doesn't it, that there's a quite um, high level of intrusiveness possible on, a, on yeah. an Android phone. I mean, it goes on to say, uh, where was it? Uh, HMD Global, which owns the Nokia 
brand said that an unspecified number of Nokia 7 Plus phones had been sending data to the server in China. At the end of February, they sent out a software update to rectify the error, and they write that most of their customers have installed the update. So if you have a Nokia 7 Plus and you haven't updated it, it'd be a good idea if you did. But you can't help but thinking that there are going to be some problems here, because it goes on to say that the uh, the Finnish Ombudsman for Data Protection uh, now says that he's investigating this, and that it is a, it's a possible violation of the GDPR legislation. Well, oh, you know, right. the GDPR legislation in, in Europe at your peril, the fines for doing that can be absolutely huge. So... You have to hope that mm. it hasn't caused lots of problems uh, and, and that it, it doesn't happen again and and is rectified. But it's uh, hmm. it doesn't Not really ideal. help the, uh, the situation over here in the States where we have almost like an embargo on certain Chinese manufacturers' products coming over, such as yeah. Huawei and Xiaomi. You can get them on the, on the grey market on Amazon, I think, and various other kind of online stores but i'm i'm waiting for the day where you could walk into a t-mobile or a at&t shop and actually see phones that are not just made by apple and samsung it's a real shame that still in the states it's it's a duopoly of samsung and apple samsung for android apple for well apple but then you when you when you root around in in these stores somewhere in a dark corner there may be an lg phone or there may be uh, you know, the, the Pixel phone if you're in the in the Verizon store, but that's that's really it. There's no there's no ch- real choice anymore. And um, you know, I, I I'm kind of a little bit jealous that when you guys go into like a three store or an E store or a Vodafone or whatever, you've got a real array of of, of phones and models and uh, from all over the world where you know you could really take your pick. And you know, you like you say, you picked up your um, Xiaomi from uh, from Europe for you know, yeah. three or four hundred pounds, which is you know brilliant. But over here, one, you'd have to cross your fingers and hope that the bands would be compatible. Two, yeah. more more of a worry is that if anything goes wrong with the thing, apart from say an Amazon return, which is probably fairly painless, any kind of warranty is probably void or you know doesn't exist. And returning it for a refund if you, you know, pass the Amazon kind of 30 days or whatever it is, then, you know, you're kind of stuck with it. And I think that's probably more of a concern. Whereas if you were able to buy them kind of legitimately through a, a mobile operator store, then you've always got that kind of backup. But that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's part of the you. reason people don't really kind of, I mean, if I, if I managed to get hold of a Xiaomi Mi 9 and went out on the street with it, nobody would know what it was. Nobody nope. knew what my V30 was, to be honest, because, you know, when people say, oh, you, it, do no, you know, they'll see me carrying my S10 around and say, oh, is that a new, is that the new, is that the new Samsung? Is that the new Galaxy? Heavily advertised, very heavily promoted in the stores. And that's what, the, that's what they'll say. That's what they'll ask. Um, it's either an iPhone or a, a Galaxy and any anything else is kind of like, you know, why, why did you get that phone? Like why, what's wrong with the, What's wrong with an iPhone? What's wrong with a Samsung? And then you have to kind of say, well, <laughs> it's this, that, to, and the other. To justify other. your choice, yeah. You have to justify it. And, uh, you know, to the average Joe on the street, it's one or the other. And if you do something a little bit different, then it's always seen as a little bit strange. 
But then maybe, maybe you know, I mean, it was ZTE, wasn't it? Was the other one that that uh, oh, yeah. banned for a while. Um, I mean, what I've never quite understood is how it is that Huawei is banned in, in the US, but Honor isn't. But still, but but you know, when you see something like this, this this may be a storm in a teacup. Um, it may be that nothing untoward was transmitted, and it may be that that it's somebody being a little bit sensationalist. On the other hand. The, the article actually sort of has has um, photographs of what's being sent and whatever, and, and oh. you know the idea that that every time you turn the screen on or unlocked it, your geographical position, SIM card number, phone IMEI are, are transmitted anywhere is a little bit sort of ooh, I don't know I like being tracked in that fashion. I mean, yeah. clear, clearly Google knows where we all are with amazing accuracy almost all of the time, but but. I think you sort of accept the trade-off, don't you, between um, what Google knows about you and the services that it gives you. Whereas if it disappears off to an obscure China telecom server that, that really doesn't say anything that you know about what it is or why it's collecting the data or whatever, well, that's, um, I'm uncomfortable about it. I, I, I can't immediately see why I would be worried about it, but who knows? You just don't know, do you? If, yeah. if there's enough information out there about your movements, your behaviour and whatever else what is possible? Possibly nothing now but what, what's possible with that data in 10 years time when you know, suddenly having six phones at any point in your life has become a serious criminal offence and somebody can track you down by your old data I mean I don't know, that's yeah. some nonsense but but the, the whole idea is just a bit uncomfortable it's something that I'm, I would rather wasn't happening and, and you know, I, I sit here and I, I mean, is this Xiaomi talking to Beijing right now? I don't know. If it is, they're not learning anything very interesting, that's for sure. Um, you know, uh, well, this afternoon he did a tax conversation and then he wrote, to, then he wrote a letter, you know. But, but it, and then it he had baked beans on toast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but but the level of, of information out there is a, is an issue, I think, that, that is going to become more and more of an issue. You're already seeing it a bit with... Uh, with Facebook, uh, and yeah. I think it will continue being an issue for quite some time, whilst everybody gets used to what is and isn't uh, acceptable for them. Well, that's two strikes against Nokia in this podcast, Richard. Yeah, and that's really that really hurts, doesn't it? I mean, you know, we both have been huge fans of Nokia, and and and, and I yeah. still think that the old Nokia company probably has a, a clause in its contract with HMD that says you're doing a good enough job, we'll buy you out using this formula. But we'll we'll find out about that one day, maybe. Um, but no, no, it, it it it's just just a crushing disappointment, and and the fact that. You know, at the end of the day, I now have a phone that I'm, I'm hoping they'll take back because it's a it's a little chip in the corner of the screen that isn't really terribly obvious. Um, no, I mean, you know, it, 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 it is just... It's an episode I would rather forget. I think that's the unfortunate truth of it. It just is not a happy experience at all. Which, you know, no one ever wants that when you get so excited about a phone you see the leaks, you see the, you know, yeah. the, the teasers and you get very excited about it and then you get it. And then it's a huge letdown, and then you can't return it without going through, you know, hoops. Well, I it's don't know real, that I've it's a real be shame. able to yet either, so it, maybe I'm stuck with a damn thing. But, um... Well, maybe, but I tell you what, you're probably going to be a bit hes- more hesitant when, if and when the Nokia 10 comes out. Yeah. You know, you're gonna, I think you might kind of wait around a little bit and see what the reviews say, and then, you know, make your mind up then. Yeah, yeah, or, or even the 9.1, you know, but... Um... Yeah, I could easily be stuck with this one, so let's not let's not even go there. But uh, it, it, it 
yeah, it just is a, it's not good. And if it's also phoning home to somewhere uh, in China, that's not an entirely wonderful situation either. So, anyway, let's let's concentrate on the Xiaomi. I am very happy with the Xiaomi. It takes uh, quite decent photos so far, and uh, I'll get a chance to do a, a good going tomorrow with the, uh, the Google camera. Um, that one's definitely a hit. The other one is unfortunately a miss. <laughs> So, okay. So well, we you know, at least you've got one one phone that you can be uh, happy about, and one phone you can use with a big smile on your face. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, it's all good stuff. So, anyway, are we just up above an hour? Would you believe? Yeah, incredible. So, must, uh, be, must be almost time, time for, for a cup and a biscuit. I think. Yeah, better, better go get yourself some food, I guess. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Really nice to talk to you. You, you. you are going to have to do a show with James sometime, otherwise we're still going to yeah. start believing you can only do a, a show with people called Rich, but there you are. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think at that point I'll wish you a, a good evening or a good afternoon to you. Thanks for uh, thanks the chat, Andy, and uh, talk to you again a bit further on. Yeah, thanks, Richard, and thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we will be back soon. Catch you another time. Bye now. Cheers.